Howdy, folks, and welcome back to another episode of High Minded with McCarter. I'm your host, McCarter. I'm SK, her co-host. On today's episode, we interviewed Chef Emily Oyer, a cannabis chef out of Aspen, Colorado, and she was on Chopped 420, baby. Yes. So that's mainly what we talk about is the entire experience of Chopped 420, how she was contacted, how she first got into cannabis and started doing infused dinners and being an infused chef because she kind of was a chef before and then got more introduced to cannabis and combined it, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm a major Chopped fan, so this one was really fun learning like the behind the scenes of Chopped, how strictly they uh, adhere to the time limits and the rules. I was yeah, and that people you can't have like your phone or anything. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't even have weed like on the set. A travesty. Truly. I would have been like, if I can't like do this if right. I don't smoke. Yeah, I. Ugh, no way, no way. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. How it's like, oh, even though they're still promoting a cannabis, you know, kind of scene. They can't actually be consuming. It was kind of weird. Yeah, it was really interesting, especially it was in Palm Springs, so it's legal. Um, Yeah, they were in California. Very interesting stuff. Yeah, so she goes over everything. It was so, like, she was up for, like, 24 hours filming the entire thing before they were allowed, like, she was allowed to, like, leave and sleep and stuff. Yeah, um, the whole thing is super crazy. I, yeah. yeah. And, oh, the precise dosing, and, like, she talks about the science and the math behind getting precise dosing, especially when you're using, like, extracts or tinctures, um, because, yeah, you want to start really low. You don't want to overpower people. Yeah, and they were limited to certain amounts for CBD and THC Yeah, for the whole thing and per plating. Yeah. And how she's like translated that to her career now. Yeah. And making her own infused dinners uh, for events and people can hire her privately and how she goes about that. It's really, really interesting. If you're in Aspen, check her out at Chef Emily Oyer on Instagram. And a big shout out to episode sponsor today, Hemper. I always love my Hemper boxes. They come in clutch every time. I always just lost my lighter, just ran out of some hemp wick, um, or need a convenient little one hitter to go on vacation, which it was perfect. I love these quick hitters they have. And find us on Instagram at highmindedpod. Please give us a review or five stars. Anything to help us out, subscribe, rate, follow. Feedback. Any feedback, yeah. We love it. Thanks for listening, as always, and stay high. Hey, guys. This is Chef Emily Oyer. Um, I'm a private chef in Aspen, Colorado, so I'm so grateful to be here on this incredible podcast with these two beautiful ladies, so it's going to be a fun one. Hell yeah. And wait, can you tell us a little bit that, yeah, you beat Bobby Flay, you were on Chopped 420. So I won Chopped 420, spoiler oh alert, episode two. God. Um, and then I went against Bobby Flay. I didn't beat him, but just going against him, it was literally mind-blowing. Whoa. That is incredible. I feel like I'm literally sitting next to like, <laughs> like a cele- you're like celebrity adjacent. Yeah. When she told me about this interview, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, Chop 420. I totally saw that episode. That was Did you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, cool. Welcome, welcome. Thank you We're guys. I'm so excited Congrats. to have you. I do need to review all of these. I saw it when it first came out, but I'm like, I need to rewatch. I only watched it once because it's just cringe.
that's what for like me I don't like it's even re-listening to, to my, yeah myself because yeah it's like yeah Totally. I, I hear you there. But we, yeah, definitely want to hear about everything you do of like how you discovered cannabis, how you started doing cannabis infused, um, like chef, chef item, like yeah. entrees. What's your culinary background? Yeah. Heard that. Dive in wherever. All right. Well, <laughs> I actually got into cannabis. My dad had ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, um, and he passed away 10 years ago this August, actually. Aww. So, um, yeah, I actually wear his uh, ashes all the time. I tell people it's his middle finger. But, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, so he regularly used cannabis. So I kind of got into it from him. And then, you know, I went to college and just got, like, stoned. That's all I did was just get high, you know? Like, Preach. Yeah. yeah. Same with so, us. Definitely. Uh, Where are you from? Uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Born and raised okay. for 27 years. Wow. People yeah. love it out there. What brought you to Colorado? I went through a divorce. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so and I had, had a full... Yeah. Like, oh yeah, literally like life metamorphosis. <laughs> yeah, literally life changing. So I applied for a job from Aspen Ski Co because they uh, had housing and stuff, and I was in Aspen two weeks later. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Good and I haven't looked you. back since. So like the mountains bring me more serenity, I think, than the ocean does at this point in life. Like we I grew were, up at the ocean. Did, we were just talking about this. Yeah. Like really? The, the forever mountains versus ocean. Yeah, debate. I'm from California, so I definitely feel the ocean and then you know, sometimes it, I miss it, but it's like, really it's it. like the amount that you miss it is like this. It's not enough to want to pick up, to move back to that location yeah. Yeah. at all. Definitely. Um, and it's very toxic and it's just, um, it wasn't very good. You know, yeah. like where you kind of, where you're born and raised, a lot of people like kind of do the same stuff all the time. Right. Yeah. You kind of have no to move on anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Go, yeah. go so, find your own thing. Yeah. Elsewhere. Yeah. So, and then I've, Moved to Colorado, and I was a sous chef at Cloud9 Alpine Bistro, which do you know what that is? No. They are the biggest seller of Louvre Clicquot in the entire world. They um, What? It's a mountain at 11,000 feet. It's ski in, ski out only. So. Oh, yep. Yeah, we do an Aspen trip every year, me and my partner, and like they always, like her friends are always like, and that's Cloud9. That's where the champagne gets. That's where you want to be if you're like a 21-year-old person trying but to just no, get covered. not 21. Wait, yeah, I was going to say it sounds like not, an older, not 21. expensive it is, crowd. It is 28 to 57. Is no there lie. like a wow. cutoff? Like they check your ID and they're no. like, you're 27. Nope. nope. It's just like the type you of have people. to eat to do the champagne. So you okay. need to have so, enough money. Yes. Yeah. So, and it's not that there. expensive, but to spray, you're not going to spray one bottle for, uh-huh. you're going to drop money to spray bottles. So I think the most someone has sprayed is 211 bottles it was like so that was they they pre-planned so it was brought up you know on the snow cat and all the bottles are pre-opened so you can just like pass them so wow. they can just spray them in it's half an hour insane. was it yes. they were trying to was it like i'm gonna hit oh yes, yes yes wow cool yes was okay. it a world record do you situation? know who could you I, name no, drop no, okay. i have no idea who it was oh most of them aren't those people aren't like celebrity droppers right those people okay. are like just fun kids you know like <laughs> I saw three checks in a row, and they all were between twenty-one and thirty-two grand. Whoa. That's for lunch. That's for lunch. Yum. And this is just like on any weekend. That's on or a weekday. Tuesday. Oh my god. This That's is, my. like. So these are the people that like you're serving. Yeah, and then COVID happened. 
Okay. So what year so, did you move really there? Took December the helium out of the balloon. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like right out of it. Oh so, man. So then what'd you do? Nothing for like a couple months. I, I hiked uh, one of the mountains with one of my friends. We did like yoga and then we'd like hike up the mountains and like go snowboarding. And I, st- yeah. I still had the key to the snowmobile because I snowmobiled up in the morning because I opened the restaurant. So I'd snowmobile up at 630 in the morning. So it'd be like dark and super cool up pretty much the nice. whole mountain. That's so I still, awesome. I still had the keys beautiful. and we like rode up the mountain and we did some laps on the snowmobile. <laughs> and then I dropped it off at the maintenance facility and rode down just on my snowboard. Um, and then I flew back to Virginia and I got my girlfriend at the time, my dog and we drove my Audi which my brother welded a hitch on Ah. and we attached the smallest U-Haul and we just drove from Virginia to here or well Aspen yeah wow so exciting (laughs) yeah so and then I became the executive chef at a restaurant in Aspen and then I got fired because of cannabis on my year anniversary yeah so it was super super gaslighty um oh my god and they said uh you know, cannabis, and they sat me down after a great shift, you know. Cannabis and our restaurant don't really mix. I was like, I'm not trying to get them to mix. What do you mean, you know? And they were like, well, you know, we want you to have your career how you want to have it, and this can go how you want it to. So what does that mean? Well, you're going to tell people you res- you resigned, and we're going to give you three full paychecks, you know, and you can go live out your dream. And you can go be a private chef. Go do your cannabis stuff. And I was like, what? And they said, this had to happen today. I said, why? And they said, because this was your last shift. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. That's wild. Like, I was the executive chef, the sous chef, a line cook, the prep cook. I ordered. I stocked everything. I, I mean... I, what the fuck? I was, I was everything, yeah. And so now the restaurant's closed because the owner, he just was over it, I guess. I don't know. So but, was it yeah. like... So maybe it was a blessing in disguise. Oh, it was, 100% was, because from there, it completely... So I won Chopped 420 while working there. Okay. Oh, okay. And it was like pulling so teeth were- to get me to go to the show. Oh, really? And then when I won, they just were like, good job. I was going to say, they're probably mm. butthurt, and for some reason... I don't know. Anti-cannabis. Anti-cannabis. And they're like, oh, we don't want to be but associated. But they're huge drinkers. Huge, oh huge, huge Those drinkers. And they, all, and they all use cannabis. Oh. But it's just since I was doing something outside of their box, they weren't cool with it. Right. And that they couldn't like have tabs on you or like, control. So I had a text message saved from the boss that said, um, unfortunately, being on Chopped 420 won't catapult your career. But being a chef in Aspen will. And I'm like... Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Well, yes. Yeah. But, like, no. Yeah, right. No. It's like... So, now look at me. Right. It's like, why can't you... Look at me now. Like, I don't... Things. Like, you know, I'm not, like, a toot-toot. Like, I don't really do that often. But, like, when someone's going to be like, hey, yeah. you know, that you're not doing the right thing. And I'm like, bish where? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. Well, fuck so, that. Yep. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so I started working at a dispensary, and a month later, I just jumped into private stuff. Nice. And now it's just what I'm doing, just hustling. Wow, yeah. so cool. Well, I definitely want to hear about the, t- like, the time that you were on Chopped 420. So I got a DM 
I got someone that slid into my DM on Instagram, and one of my friends is a producer. She's worked with Discovery and a couple different um, platforms, so I sent her a screenshot. I said, yo, is this real? Because, you know, things are like 50-50, yeah. real and a total scam. Right. Like, and it's so real that you are having a hard time convincing yourself yeah, it's fake. totally. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, they said like they're shooting a new cannabis show, which how they picked me, I don't even know because at that point I had one picture of an infused eclair that I made. I, at that point, I really only smoked. Mm. I smoked all the time. I have ADHD really bad. Um, I'm a smidge on the spectrum, so it's just, yeah, it keeps me straight. And so I was like, okay, whatever, and started just doing research, like, right from there. Mm -hmm. And then I had an interview with a producer, and then... It was like a couple of weeks went by, and then I got a call from the same producer, and she was like, you're on. You're, you you got it. We picked you. Oh, and nice. I started crying. <laughs> I was like, I never get picked for anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so And so what they did was they had one episode fly in. They did the biopack day, and then they had another person fly in. And then when the first group did their episode, the second group did their bio day. And then it was like when the second group did their episode, the third group did their bio day. Yeah. And it was like that for like, bam, 10 bam, bam. days straight. And wow. it was just like one episode every single day. Cycling. In. Were you yeah. able to stay there the whole 10 days? No, it was literally two, two and a half days, I think. Okay. Um, I flew in. Whoa. Flew in that night. Um, they did COVID tests um, because this was at the height of COVID. This was yeah. in February of 2020. Yeah. So, like, they were like, yeah, let's do it right mm -hmm. now. I was like, okay. Wow. Um, and then did the biopack day, which is like the day where. They like in the beginning of the episode when it's like you know everyone's personal stuff whatever, yeah. um, and it was very strange because they had me like do all kinds of slow mo videos of me like touching my dad's ashes like talking about it but they didn't once even mention it. All they said was like I'm gay. Like they even <laughs> cut a weird clip to like me saying I'm gay. And it was like a super <laughs> weird edit. So I needed to like fit this like gay profile, you know? What oh I mean? my god, yeah. They're like, we need to have a gay. We yes. have a gay chef. Yes. We need to have a look yep. at how gay our gay yeah. chef we need is. To fill look, all we of need these. to have the gay one, a white one, the Asian one, yes. and possibly the African American, like you know, whatever, whatever they need to have. So, yeah. um, and it's it's so strange how like you can see like you can see everyone on the show that they like casted specifically wow. for it. It's so very it's strange. Like these four people yep. are specific to. Yep. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's so, so it's super. Yeah. It's super interesting. But um, so the day for the episode started at like five. We met up and it was so cold out. Like because we had to wear what we we're supposed to wear for the day. You know. So we, I just oh, had a yeah. t-shirt on, and it's like so cold. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new night for the show like because I you know wanted a sharp knife and I cut myself doing the bio pack day because it was so cold out that my I was just like shaking and I like oh, it was, my no. knife was so sharp it was just like a nice nick you know what I mean uh -huh. so um and then the day yeah they kind of like ran us through we walked through where you know where everything is because two people are on one side two people are on the other side and then there's like dairy and stuff on one side produce on the other so you have to run yeah, did it's they like, give you a full tour before you start sprinting? Because slight, it's uh, kind of like a okay. It's a full tour, like quickly. Like, like here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's mm this, -hmm. and you don't know what's in. You really don't know what's in the basket. So you stand, you you know, you stay. Everyone's on their little stations, whatever. <laughs> and the greenhouse was behind me, which had all the cannabis stuff in it. So there was like 
THC and CBD type of uh, ketchups, honeys, sugars, um, decarbed flour, raw flour, plants with like leaves and stuff like that. Um, wow. Where do they source the cannabis from? They, I'm pretty sure they got it from Permanent Holiday because Hedge was like the main one there. Okay. I never actually asked her that. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's, that's where they got so it from because cool. Hedge was literally, like, the main person there. Yeah. Like, when we went and did our infusions the day before for our biopack day, she was the one sitting at the table. And she had strains in front of her, and we had to pick. She was like, okay, this strain is this. It has this terpene profile. It makes you feel like this. So we all made our own pro- um, We made oh, our own cool. infusions. That's so that cool. That they didn't show. Also, they didn't show that that's on the show. That's such a cool part like, of it. Like, we were all in that? the kitchen, yeah. like, making stuff. and. To be honest, my thing burnt because they took me, they had me start it and then leave to go start doing the film. Mm -hmm. And then they called me and they were like, hey, your stuff burnt. And I was like, I told you it was going to because I'm not standing there. Hello. So they let me, they let me restart mine um because that was the second episode they had shot so it was the second day so everyone was still pretty new. They said the first day was kind of a shit show. Yeah. um, So yeah, started literally like. We, you open it, you do have one minute, 60 seconds to, like, think about what you're going to do after you, like, take all the shit out, you know? And then oh my you, it's just, like, bing, go, uh, sprint. So, so nerve-wracking. they kept it in the show. So we did so many false starts that when it was really go time, I was like, wait, go? And they kept that in the show, so it made me look dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wait, now? Because they had said start like six times. So I was like, wait, start now? Because like you're practicing oh my like, God. like where you're going to go. <laughs> right. So, um, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, round one goes, and I don't know what the hell's going on. I just start like <laughs> doing stuff. I like, I put the spray cheese and the their brown sugar pastries. It was like brown sugar pop tarts, you know, but they can't say like the brand. Oh, they yeah. had like they had like a piece of cardboard like over the pop tarts. <laughs> <laughs> like like a piece that. of cardboard like around the spray cheese can. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I know no what you are. Yeah. That's so um, funny. And I added that to a blender and I don't know what my brain was telling me to do and then I just turned it into a vinaigrette I literally turned that into a vinaigrette and that's what got me that's 100% what had me win because that was like so random like I added mustard and vinegar and I don't even know and I like did just random shit and then the second round goes and then and how much time do you have per round there were 30 minutes each round okay and it literally it's 30 minutes and um one of the guys that was on it, he was like, there's no way that was 30 minutes. Because, like, they tell you, like, 10 minutes left. And they tell you to interact with them, mm-hmm. to talk to them. Like, you have each of us have oh, a camera yeah, and like, a producer this in front is what of I'm doing. Like, so yeah, this is what I'm doing. So there's four cameras. There's four oh, okay. cameras and four wow. producers. And then Hedge is on my side, bouncing back and forth between me and the person next to me about our math equations. And then there's one other person on the other side bouncing back and forth with math equations. Wow. So, um... And it's like, I started moving too fast, and the producer was like, you need to you, tell us where you're going, because you're moving really fast. <laughs> so I'd be like, all right, I'm going this way, you know? And then they'd like take off, but it was cool, because the uh, camera person was a woman. My producer was a woman, so it was like the three of us, nice. you know? Um, and this, yeah, the second round popped off. It was a, a barracuda, a strawberry sake popsicles, um boba waffles so it was like a little waffle in the shape of a chicken 
and there was boba inside of it. <laughs> and then it was uh, Castle Vetrano olives. Okay. okay. So I crusted the barracuda. I made a sauce with the popsicle and the olive juice. Um, and I made the crust. I took the waffle, like waffle batter mm-hmm. off and I like threw away the beads. Uh, they're the boba beads. <laughs> um, and I made some green beans, you know, to add some crunch or whatever. Um, and then killed that round. Uh, and then final round. I had been watching Chopped every day up until then. Right. And all I know Gotta in prepare. my brain is do not just do ice cream. Don't just make one right. component yes. because that's not a dessert. Totally. Yeah. That's a snack. I don't know what that is. You need is. to have like a cookie with yes. it or something. Anything. Yeah. So I got chocolate milk, um, dates, French toast fried pizza. Mm. What? And they like dipped uh, pepperoni pizza and French toast batter and like baked it. And <laughs> so weird. <laughs> uh, a Pop Rocks. Wow. <laughs> but like popping candy. Right. You know? Yeah. It covered grape, in cardboard. Po- it said yeah. grape yes. popping candy on it. And I was like, shit. What am I yes. supposed to do? Right. With chocolate milk. I blitzed up the the um, Pop Rocks with the uh, pizza crust to make just like a crumble. And as soon as you ate it, you know, it's like. Yeah. Like, in your mouth, like, and I made ice cream. I immediately ran over to the ice cream. Nice. And my producer goes, your ice cream. Like, you know, to not, like, not overturn it oh. or whatever. So I beelined nice. it over there, and I didn't even grab a spatula. I just started scooping it out with my hand because I just wasn't even thinking. Nice. You know, I'm just like, get this out, yes. you know. So then the lady who does the um, all the boxes, you know, she's, like, kind of walking around. So she runs me over a spatula because <laughs> instead of sticking my hand in, in the, the ice cream machine. Times, yes. Yeah. So, so, and then they have to like clean it and stuff. Cause like um, the component, Jared, or the component, <laughs> uh, no, he is, he is my component. <laughs> he, um, weed. Um, he wants to do ice cream as well. So my ice cream's done, whatever. Is there one ice cream machine? One ice cream machine. Of course. One ice cream machine. And how long does it take to make like a good ice cream? To be honest, like, during that time, it probably, I think they told me it took, like, seven to eight minutes, okay. maybe, maybe nine. It was, like, a short time, but, like, that was the only thing that kind of, like, left from my brain. I'm really good with, like, timing and I multiple things at once type stuff, you mm-hmm. know. My head timer will go off right as my phone timer's going off, Whoa. like, the same time all nice. the time. So, um, I'm, like, I start circling I can't just do one thing. I can't just do one thing. I can't yeah. just make ice cream. So I scrape off the cheese, literally scrape off the cheese from the pizza, get the crust, cut up the crust, fry it, toss the crust in sugar, and it, <laughs> it kind of tastes like a puff pastry type of dough. Yeah. And or like a churro. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. And um, put that on the side, and I made a caramel that turned like rock solid because I didn't put enough cream in it. Um, but because that's the thing, when you put your arms up, you break, and then they set up the first person stuff, and then you say your shit, and then they break. Oh, okay. And then they set up a person oh. stuff. So it was like a fifteen-hour day, sixteen-hour day. Wow. Because then when you finish. The episode, you have to go into a room and do the interview. Like, yeah. you know how you're talking throughout the episode? Yeah, yeah totally. You do that after. 
So do you do the debrief on the whole day all at once? Yes. Okay. Wow. Yes. So she'll, Brutal. like, my producer sits down, and, you know, she's been there even longer than me. So, because um, they're there already set up by the time we get there in the morning. Oh. So, and they're eating breakfast and, you know, all their stuff. And she got me a bunch of candy after, too. <laughs> she's Aww. like, what's your favorite candy? Oh, that's so sweet. Um, so sat down, and, yeah, she's like, goes through small parts of, you know, okay, and then you did this, and then you did this, and then I have to speak in present. Yeah. So that's also Ugh. kind of like a mind. At first, mm-hmm. it's like kind of tripping you up, and then you kind of get into it. Um, and then I went home or went back to the room, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I called my lady, and I was like, she was like, so? And I was like, I won, but, like, my emotions were completely drained. <laughs> and she was like, are you okay, Mom? You just sound, like, you know? monotone. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and then so we celebrated for a second together, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to call my mom. I call my mom. My mom loses her shit. She's Aww. screaming, and I'm like, Mom, someone's going to think, like, someone's hurting you. You know, it's like 3 a.m. <laughs> call the yeah. cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so she was just so excited. Um, yeah, and then when they did the showing party, they did it on 420, which it was definitely a rushed production like finishing everything we shot in february and they released everything on 420 oh my god all five episodes of 420 wow and now time for a quick commercial break major shout out to today's sponsor hemper check them out at hemper.co or follow them on instagram at h-e-m-p-e-r my favorite thing about the hemper monthly subscription boxes are they always come with stuff i seriously need like this de-bowler that's silicone i use it all the time and it's amazing i don't know what i would do without it she literally uses it every single day. They're just always really fun to get in the mail and it always has stuff I need. Like I'm not running out to go get a lighter or the hemp wick I just ran out of because I just got some in the box. So be sure to use code High at hemper.co. I do want to talk about like the dosing yeah. and how you kind of talk to Hedgen, aka Big Bad Wolf SF, wah, 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 wah. On, on Instagram. <laughs> Shout out to our girl. Um, she's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, how did you work with her with like figuring out if you wanted to do like something just CBD or like THC or a one-to-one and what was the dosing like? Are they recommending like, oh, the entree should only be like no more than 10 milligrams THC or something like that? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say like, is it based on the... Anyway, so we each had six milligrams of THC per the whole, if it, you know, they always said, if you make it all three courses, you have six milligrams of THC and 150 of CBD because oh, there's four of us okay. for all three courses. Yes. Okay. Like, yeah. So you can, if you use six milligrams of THC, your first course, you can't do anything the rest. So that's all we had, six milligrams and 150. Yeah, that's and, nothing. And wow. we had the choice of how we wanted to dose it kind of like because it's so fast so like when we did our infusions the day before we knew how many milligrams were per teaspoon and that was just what was cemented in my brain okay so like when I added it to a sauce that I was making for the amount of four people then that was divided amongst that um but I was like you know got a little too fancy at one point I was like talking to Laganja and I added raw flour to a sauce, which then decarbed it. So then that upped my milligram too high, oh. like for that dish. So I had to get rid of it and restart. Oh um, no. But yeah, so it they just I think it's because they just didn't 
know how to approach it. So they did everything on the low end, like 150 milligrams of CBD per six milligrams of THC. Yeah. Like those judges ain't feeling nothing. 24 milligrams total for the full day. Like, Like, yeah, exactly. And that's literally for a 17 hour day. For someone who actually consumes, that's nothing. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I, I, yeah, it was. Did the judges get to consume in the meantime? They were the ones eating. They were the ones who were eating the cannabis. But oh, they, they didn't smoke, no. Oh, okay. They so were there like was no smoking, no smoking anywhere. No smoking anywhere. Wow. That's kind of disappointing. But, it, I mean, I know it's a food, so, like... Well, so, it's funny because after day one, we all did our biopack days. We're not allowed to talk to each other because they're trying to keep up the appearance of, like, the competition. Mm-hmm. But we're all staying. It's like a... Like, the villa thing, you know, there's, like, six rooms per So, you're, like, thing. right next to each other. Yeah. Our, some of our rooms are attached. <laughs> so um, we all, like, plan to, like, meet up, you know, like, before the competition. So the lady who was, like, walking us around, we all, like, look out our windows. Literally all of us were, like, and ran into one person's room. To so smoke? Then, yep. Yes! Yeah, smoked and we ordered five guys. Because <laughs> nice. oh. I live in fucking Aspen. We ain't got nothing out there. All we have is like, I mean, the food we have there is great, but like we don't have five guys. We don't have, like the closest no I have is food. Wendy's and it's a 35-minute drive. So like, you know. To Glenwood I'm like, Springs, Carbondale. No, that one's in Basalt. Oh. <laughs> in Elgebel. But um, the McDonald's in Glenwood. Um, yeah. And... Yeah, so we all just blew down the night before, and then the night after, I won the competition. We all Damn. we all went into the same person's room, blew down, ordered, <laughs> ordered PF Changs, nice, like, and just like hung out. And then we all still talk. We did the dinner in LA with um, a lot of the me, Chef Wendy, who is the winner of episode one, Chef Victor, who is the winner of episode three, Chef uh, Swoop, who is Solomon, is his name, but he goes by Swoop. Um, he won episode four, and Chef Derek won episode five. And then um, Chef Chris Bonotto, he was a runner-up for chef, um, episode one. We pretty much call him an honor- honorary winner. <laughs> He's, like, the best person ever. But we all did a dinner in L.A., which Hedge did, like, sponsored, and um, Permanent yes. Holiday sponsored. So the whole crowd came. Love it. Um, so yeah, that was that was super super cool. When you're cooking for a crowd like that, how are you dosing? So I do things a lot differently from when I did that dinner because that was my sure. very first like thing I did, mm-hmm. and that I just had the oil and I did it a, a I think it was a tablespoon, so it was only like three milligrams per um, because people were blowing down a lot like throughout the dinner. So I just did that on every single person's thing. But now I do things a lot differently. So I use a distillate and extra virgin olive oil, math, 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 Mm -hmm. uh, one milligram per drop. So I actually have three milliliter dropper bottles and I do 24 milligrams in them. So I, you know, a low dose is eight milligrams, a medium is 16, and a high is 24. So 24 is total in the bottle. And everyone just drives their own boat. Everyone just does it themselves. They nice. can put it on their tongue. They can put it on their food. It's so just like, like olive oil with mm, Yep, yep, with the distillate in it. So, yeah, so it's, it's very pure. It's very precise because using raw flour sometimes, like, with the infusions, it just doesn't always directly translate to what you want it to. Mm-hmm. You lose a lot. Um, and it, sometimes it's harder to incorporate in your foods. But if you have an extra virgin olive oil in the distillate, it completely dissolves and becomes one. So 
and every, they people love it. I used to go by and dose it with my own self. Like, how many drops do you want? You know, <laughs> like that's one drop per mill. You know, one yeah. drop per one to one. So some people would be like, oh, I want twenty milligram, twenty drops. So I'd sit there and freaking do twenty drops oh. and so on shit. So now I just do the dropper bottles. And Good it's call, game changer. And I collect the dropper bottles afterwards. You know, um, I've had people ask for a little bit more, and I can tell if they can take more or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because they're also smoking. Because I have the power hitter, and I bring my stunning glass with me. Nice. Um, so we're doing gravity bongs. We're doing the power hitter, you know. So nice. it's definitely, like, it's a whole thing, and it's not just. And I always try and get the flower with terpene flavors that will match the food profiles that I'm using. So, so cool. Because it's like bourbon, you know. Like, yeah. you can do a tasting and get all the profile flavor profiles of bourbon. It's like, you can do the same thing with cannabis. So, yeah, I found you through... It's groovy gravy. Mm -hmm. I've never gone to one of their events. I've only heard amazing things. And I really want to go slash like collab with them in some way. (laughs) So Steven, he's the main person who runs it. And he's literally, him and his wife are badass. They're so cool. They're a workforce. He like runs the front part. She's a freaking musician. She was like playing the drums at the, yeah, because it it was at the Explore um, Glass Gallery. And so there were 80 people. It, that was the biggest one they ever did. Wow. I don't know if their last one that they just did was also as big, but the, yeah, they were like, this is the biggest one we've ever done. So I was like, let's do it, you know? <laughs> um, so they did each course. He sent me Laser Cat's um, terpene profiles for the rosin that we were going to be given for the the dinner. So it was nice. five courses. I'm obsessed with Laser Cat. <laughs> yeah. So their private jet, that was the biggest stump that I had because their private jet is rosemary and vanilla cream profiles so I'm like what so I ended up making a balsamic rosemary vanilla reduction with braised short ribs whoa yeah and (laughs) my mouth is drooling yeah Yeah. and potatoes and glazed carrots so that like it just it was like this sweet but savory like it just totally tied it and that was the one thing I was stumped on because I was like what the hell you know wow Um, so, because I already had like a lot of the other stuff were like fruity, so I did it with the salad and, you know, um, so that was, I would love to do more things like that because everyone got their own dabs, you know, their own little cartridges. Each one said first course, second course, third course. Oh, I love that. And it said what it was, you know, and then it's on the menu. It said like, you know, what it, what the menu was. And it would say like, you know, what you paired it with. There were Puffco Peaks all over the table. There were dab rigs all over the tables, like, you know, torches and stuff and very neatly put up and everyone had their own shit. Nice. Everyone was in their own space. And it was people who, um, have a lot of money and people who have this is the coolest thing they've ever done in their life like because I went and I said thank you to every single table that's the thing about me I always say hello and I always say goodbye like and I fucking hate when people don't say hello and don't say goodbye because it's just like a common courtesy thing like mm-hmm. when you're in the same space everyone just ate my food like yeah. you know and I was thank you thank you for coming thank you for putting oh. your money into this like yeah. yeah and every single person was giving me a dab so by the, the last oh, three tables, so fucked up. by the last three tables, I went. I don't remember what I was gonna say. Thank you. I love that. Yeah. So actually, the case, my Willie's case, 
um, these incredible people there, they gave me that with Willie's in it. Aww. And so I just like keep that. But yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. Had a bunch of dabs from Leafa. That's how you say that. Leafa is they're, great. They're great. Um, they, I'm trying they, to get him, though, like one of the main guys. I forget Brett? his name. Yes. Yeah. Cool guy. Uh-huh. They, they gave me like three dabs back to back. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We need to get them on here. They're doing good stuff. Yeah. They're, they just did a great rebrand. I don't know if you've seen that. I, like, I did. New packaging. I did. Mm-hmm. I, Looks bomb. Yeah. I do a lot of stuff with Dadiri as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, the dinner that I'm doing in July, July 16th, I'm doing a dinner in the Santa Fe district here. Um, cool. One of my followers actually, I like posted, like, does anyone in Denver know of where I could host a dinner for like 12 people, you know? And she reached out, sent me pictures. She lives in the Santa Fe district and they have a rooftop spot. And it's like, yeah, it overlooks, like you can see the mountains and like the city. Wow, and yeah. So wow. we're going to do 12 people there. So I have already 11 tickets sold. So I have one seat left. And Dadiri's going to um, give me all the joints for the dinner and stuff. So we're working on like the terpene profiles nice. and what strain to use for that. So, yes. Well, we definitely need to plan. Like an event, a dinner, yeah, together. Anything you want. Older, yeah. Anything you want. This is like a super cool area. I love this neighborhood and stuff. But oh I, I want to work. Yes. I'm like looking into doing some sort of like supper club type thing in Aspen. But like since it's so small, you can't like do things under the radar because like mm. it's so freaking small. It's 3.8 square miles big. Oh like it's God. a small place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's 6,500 people who live there on average. So it's like it's a small place. It and is small. You everyone knows you yeah you know what I mean small town so like they just came out with uh you know like when you go places and they have like pamphlets that have like shit to do in them like restaurants and (laughs) stuff they just came out with an authentic Aspen magazine your girl got a two-page spread in it but like yeah so it's like all about like cannabis stuff like hey do you guys like cannabis dinners and stuff so it's very very small but like the consumption license but I'm like isn't there a loophole if someone brings their own shit Mm. to a a place that allows it Oh, well, I would say it would just have to be, like, a private event. Yeah, That's could I, like, loophole. hire you to come to my friend's house? Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, making it, like, an, a, a regular thing. Yeah, like, at uh, a... Because I do... I space. go to people's houses now. Right. But I want to be able to elevate it and take... Sometimes people like going out of their houses. So, right. like, even a small space for 12 people. That's just one long farmhouse table type style. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't it even really so need, hard. like, a kitchen. I can put a freaking burner... You know, I can I can do whatever I need to Are do. Are there commercial kitchens that just rent space like that in Aspen? I don't know. I'd and it's like, look. and then you can smoke too. It's like probably. But no, yeah, it's the smoking that's the biggest issue. That's why, because I'm like, there's got to be some richy rich. Half those houses are empty. Literally, like we, right. we can just throw and the, the smell is gone in two days. Totally. You won't even notice. Just let me Airbnb your house for two days. And like, like technically, we could if we got like fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> not 50 literally but like yeah. a good amount yeah <laughs> like, like if okay, we have well, like si- if we have like five grand to put up we could stay in a nice ass spot but i'm like by that time your ticket cost is just going into where you're staying so yeah it's just finding someone going in the woods yeah. setting mm. up a tent yeah definitely like the, the consumption issue is definitely still something that's like needs to be more like put more attention into and more time in detail because like there are i mean a couple consumption lounges in Denver but it's like there's yeah not nearly enough and they're not popping off like you'd think because people don't want to get in trouble when they're out you know like it's different when you're at someone's house like people will blow down or whatever right when you're in a space that's safe it's like how safe is it because 
we still aren't really allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like New York state is the only state that's legalized like public consumption, mm-hmm. which is like crazy to me. You can just literally like just I'm walk like, around. I'm like, like why? You're how is California and Colorado not like that? So behind with that. It, that's what makes me the most like upset. Because is, you can smoke a cigarette, but you can't smoke a joint. It's so but what's fucked the difference? What, like, so fucked up. Yeah. The difference is tobacco is worse for you. Yeah, is that tobacco <laughs> gives you cancer. Like, <laughs> and there is research that shows that cannabis has helped cancer. It's so, so fucked up. Yeah. No one wants to fucking admit that. <laughs> Oh, the regulators. Yeah. Get it together, guys. Oh, yeah. Use the facts to guide you. Well, what's your like biggest, I guess, like plan for like the future, like your five year plan? What's like, what's your ideal scenario of like you doing, of like your plans for the future, I guess, of like incorporating cannabis or like having your own. I don't restaurant. I don't know. Like, so I I consider myself already having a restaurant. It's just one that travels and one that hell is one yeah. person. So <laughs> I just I I really am at the point right now where I kind of feel like I'm getting a little stagnant. So I just want to start learning more. But I learn better when I'm around people. Like I can read and listen all day, but like I actually have to do it to yeah, learn. Same. But I I just want to learn a little bit more about. Um, terpene profiles that's the biggest thing like getting kind of into weirder strains because nowadays there's like they of course everyone knows granddaddy perp and green crack and wedding cake and you know that kind of stuff but they have some really incredible strains nowadays and some really incredible people growing them yes so i kind of all about the genetics Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i want to like you know everyone's like 32 percent only fuck everything else and i'm like dude you don't even you can get hooked up off of 14 (laughs) percent definitely oh my god that's that is like we need to dispel that like rumor that it's about percentage because it is not it it's like someone's like oh can i have also it's like the sometimes the hybrid indica sativa even sometimes i've had people say all weed is hybrid well no it's not because i've smoked some shit that i've completely like put me on the floor and other stuff that makes my heart race so hard that i like shouldn't smoke another one so like i like to say like sativa leaning or indica leaning me too because also i have anxiety and sativa literally sends me on a freaking tangent but like people don't realize indica helps with body aches and headaches and you know like it's like not just going to make you fall asleep it's going to kind of help with your body stuff a little bit more than just sativa where you're just like let's go right (laughs) but yeah well what about too what because you said you're using a distillate though Mm -hmm. so what would you use a rosin something that's more full spectrum like to you know have more of the entourage effect i feel like if i were to ever include rosin i would never do anything with that product i would let people use that product as it is because it's such a pure and beautiful product like i wouldn't want to make it into some sort of infusion okay like with groovy gravy none of the food was infused it was just you had every single course paired Oh. And then for my dinners, none of them are infused, but you infuse them yourself. Okay, oh, okay. I see. I so see. like, and, and then you also smoke. So like, I just I think rosin is just like such an incredible product and it's so beautiful. I love like, rosin. and it's just so fun to look at and smell that I wouldn't want to change that product. And so the terpene would, profiles, yeah. are like and they're the best. so literally they are so pure, and the way that you smoke them is just like such a. It, like, again, it's so pure. How do you get it? And, like, the Puffco Peaks, you know, it's just, like, high flavor or whatever you may use because I know some people don't like Puffcos. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I do. I have one right there. But I have been using this 
um, iSpire. That thing looks badass. Thing recently because it uses induction heating. So, okay. So it doesn't have an atomizer. So I I like it a little bit better. Can um, you tell a difference on your throat? Um, more so I think it's more so with the flavor. Okay. Yeah, because it's like glass on glass. Okay. Yeah, because the itemizer is the one thing in the puff goes that everyone like struggles with. Yes, mm. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the flavor on this thing is great. Yeah, I was but. gonna say we can take some dabs. I'm already super high, but <laughs> I so I have a very very interesting oh, wait, I also tolerance. Have that. We can do a real dabs. Do you like? Do you want to do real dabs? I, no? Whatever you like better. If, if you like this thing, let's do this thing. Since okay. this is what you're on right now, yeah. yeah. Let's try this. I do I'd like to need be to on clean it. it. Whoops. <laughs> I feel bad. It's not like super clean. I. I, there are. It is so funny when you go around a man who has a fucking rig. Mm. That is the cleanest thing they own. <laughs> their room is a hot mess. Oh my god! Their car is a hot mess, but their rig is what? freaking spotless. <laughs> you can eat Seriously. off that shit. Like, <laughs> aspiration. But yeah, five year goal. Uh, five year goal. Just uniting more people with cannabis and food because it is the it's fortunate that i'm white it's unfortunate that i'm white because just everything that's been going on lately like i don't ever want anyone to think of me as someone who is higher because of my color you know what i mean i just want to make as many people happy with cannabis as i can and educate as many people as i can because of the color of my skin and just be like hey guys this isn't so fucking bad hell yeah um, well, there are two questions oh, yes. that we ask yes. all of our guests at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we talked about your next five years. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what do you think is in store for the cannabis industry for the next five years? Oh, my gosh. What I hope is in the future for the cannabis industry is um, more recognition, more clarity for people who think that cannabis is this deep, dark web of satanic people you know what i mean that <laughs> the like, devil's lettuce yeah yeah the devil's lettuce like what the fuck is that like that's just it's all about yeah being open and i hope i hope cannabis is thriving and is on commercials in a positive light we don't see as many alcohol commercials we don't see as many people who are turning to alcohol for their problems we see people using cannabis to help them as a medical thing and not just to get high because again we all love to get high but like mm-hmm. it helps medically like it, yeah. it it really does fucking help in so many different ways my dad was a navy seal for 23 years and he used it just for anything that he needed ptsd type of stuff and you know i hope that cannabis is has more freedom as fda approved but the fda doesn't get involved that's the thing of you can like it but you don't have to do it like the fda can approve cannabis without fucking growing it yeah without Mm -hmm. trying to make money off of it there's already people who grow it there's already people who have perfected it so just say it's okay for them to do whatever they want with it yeah as long as they're safe Mm -hmm. and that's yeah that's kind of that was an all over the place answer but yeah i just hope that (laughs) yeah i hope that it's just seen with with more respect because the people in the industry are professional Mm -hmm. we have high standards for ourselves, for the people around us. Like, you know, so yeah. we want to be seen in a professional light as well. So, yeah. yeah. And the people of color being able to have more say in this community because it's just a bunch of fucking white people. Yeah. <laughs> and literally it is the government that created the war on mm-hmm. drugs, mainly against people of color yep. to incarcerate them. So yep. we just need to reverse this entire cycle. Yeah. yeah. And some parts are totally going in the opposite direction. I don't know what's going on, but that's a whole nother thing. Real fucked up. (laughs) 
Yeah. And the second question? Oh, second question is if you could smoke with anyone alive or dead or fictional, I guess, like, I don't know if you want to smoke with like Mickey Mouse. Sure. But not family. But not family. Who would it be and what would you smoke? Not family. Not family. That is a good... Um, I just thought of that. I was like, well, it could be I fictional. I have such a crazy imagination that my brain is like... Pew, pew. Yeah, like <laughs> firing know? in so many yep. directions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It could be a couple um, people too if you, you yeah, can't narrow it, circle. narrow it down. To be honest with you, as soon as you said fictional, I'd rather go that direction because I think fictional characters Let's hear are it. better. Mm-hmm. I would like to sit at the not-so-happy birthday tea party table and just fucking pass around a joint <laughs> at the table filled with Johnny Depp. Yes. Go Johnny Depp. Yes. Um, and the rabbit and just everyone acting crazy and just pass around a joint and just sit there <laughs> yes. and in the middle of the fucking woods with a bunch of crazy people doing whatever they yes. want. Yes. Like from like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, Alice yes. in Wonderland. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could picture it. Lewis so have Carol's you thought dream. about this? Yeah. Have you thought about this? Do you know we, your answer? I literally just thought fictional. Like f- we have never said that before. And I was like, wait, I guess it could be fictional. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I just, relate to fictional more. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for coming on. This was so great. You're welcome anytime. And we have to plan an event now. Yes. And you guys have to come to Aspen to Absolutely. Yes. Just any opportunity to go to Aspen is literally. Like- we will take it. Yeah. Well, you guys got a place to stay if you ever want to. So Oh, thank you. Thank you guys. Yay. Very, very, very much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Stay That's high. Great.